0: Okay, here we are with the J Rock Onsen. This is episode 9. I was just informed that if you count the months, we can keep track of it. So, this is October, and uh, we got myself, Mazo, we got Nexus, we also got Sizz, no. and NBT. Uh, quack, quack. What? The crows this don't is the quack. we
1: <laughs> Quack. It's my new thing.
0: Okay, it's this new thing. Uh, it's, let's okay. all let's all jive with it. So I, uh, right off the bat, I'm just gonna let everyone know I am a little sick this uh this month. So I'll probably have some coughing fits and whatnot. I'll try and keep the noise to a minimum. Suffer in silence.
2: Uh, but you
1: know it's okay because we're all a little <laughs> bit sick in the head anyway. So
0: wow, this guy's fucking edgy. Keeps <laughs> yeah. making the wrong
2: bird and shit. Quack quack. <laughs>
0: I wish I had a soundboard so I can get that Filthy Frank (laughs) hilarious and original in here every time NBT said something. I think think Um, you can find better things from Filthy Frank to use. It's time to stop, (laughs) NBT. It's time to stop! (laughs) all right all right let's 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 get on topic though which uh this topic might be a little polarizing might get some panties in a bunch because it's got to do with visual k and you know how crazy visual k people get nexus Mm -hmm. and uh the topic itself is that uh visual k is now a turnoff and what i mean by that is it's it's not really the glory days of visual k anymore it's not where you know you can just be a visual k band and and everybody's like oh how, how unique this this band's super interesting now you're just like everyone else and also specifically western fans are over the feminine guys but is it is it
1: a turn off though <laughs> like as in do you get turned off by just seeing a visual K guy or is it more like you're not really that interested in it anymore?
0: You know, I can mm-hmm. say, personally, I I think it is. Like, if a band shows up and they have their visuals, a lot of times, if they're, like, super, like, traditional VK, like, really Victorian stuff, I can look at them and be like, okay, so they're going to try and sound like Versailles. And Wait, I can how already is that know. traditional yeah. VK? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so that's traditional kind of VK. VK. So, have to like... yeah, that's, that's a good point. The, you It's kind of hard to call it traditional VK, because you'd have to argue, like, what is traditional VK, but... If they have the whole Victorian look, you know, most of them are wearing dresses, then I kind of already assume they're going to sound like Versailles. Not that Versailles is bad or anything, but Versailles Mm. sounds like Versailles. I don't need everyone else to sound like Versailles.
2: But like, you know, Versailles aren't the only... Active Chan BK band, if you look at D, they look kind of similar with all the dresses and shit.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that they're the only one, but I am saying that mm-hmm. when another band looks similar to them and all, and you know, they're really pushing that VK envelope like, oh, we're VK as fuck, then I'm kind of like, yeah, you go do that in your corner. I'm gonna we- listen to something else.
3: What would be, give us an, an another example. But it's more mm-hmm. like,
0: we, with Visual K, the, the,
1: like, the look of the band is such a big like i don't know like entry into the band's like music and stuff so if you can't get past the visual part it's hard to kind of like even dive in into the band's music
3: yeah i get what you mean yeah i don't know i think i feel like it's like selective not selective but if you get if you can get once you do get past entry level if that's even the entry level then you can use you've got a whole like whole scene to look at you know I I like seeing all like all these different costumes and all these creative and even if they're sometimes similar obviously not all people think of it like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's another part of it too that I guess I didn't clarify is that it's it's really a turn off to the normies too. You know, people yeah. people who haven't been exposed to it at all. Um people into, you know, heavier music like metal obviously um you know these visual k bands are usually pretty heavy metal in a lot of ways and if you're into i don't know metallica and this and that man i can't name, like any western heavy metal bands mm. like metallica anthrax slayer whatever and you want to find some similar stuff from overseas japan and you know you're used to just these hideous freaking manly men screaming into their microphones yeah. and then that's the first thing you see you're not going to associate that with the sound that you're looking for so it's It's kind of an immediate visual turnoff it's kind of like you know those bright green frogs that if you eat them you die
3: yeah i mean it would be interesting to like the who's into western metal who's seen like obviously people in beards who don't who just wear t-shirts and not really put much effort into and correct me if i'm wrong if they don't put too much effort into their concept and somebody who just like Who's interested in that and then sees people in like crop tops and thigh uh, highs and whatnot, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, what one of the people I knew in the past when I attended community college who was into visual K was also into punk. So there is a level of a look to punk, obviously, and an effort to look a certain way to be identified as punk aside from the music you put out. So I, I think it does have a way to attract people to it for being what it is but at the same time a broader you're you're trying to attract not trying to but you're attracting niches really you're not really going to appeal to a broader sense and part of the reason why you know i feel vk is now a turn off is personally and also if you look at i'll just give two examples of two much bigger bands now that started out pretty vk and have kind of left it behind and exploded are the gazette and diron gray they you can't argue that they were never vk
2: because Honestly, they definitely are, were. are you trying to tell me that if you look, and look at right now, that they are not VK? <laughs> okay,
3: okay. They're kind of, look, they're kind of being weird VK.
2: right now. Uh, they're kind of all there, over like the even. place. But I wouldn't call them the VK
0: that I'm talking about specifically, which kind of makes this conversation not really okay. for not, but a little harder to defend, is... The VK of the guy running around in the dress or with oh, big mean- hair and yeah. all this and that.
2: But you know, there's like so you- many, so many substyles to Visual K that it's there literally are. hard to play. Yeah. There That's
0: are, cute. there's a ton I'm-
1: of them. But the thing is all the bands that you brought up, they've gone from indie to mainstream pop. Okay. Yeah,
2: it's like a pattern in Japan, not only when you're trying to reach abroad, but think- um, they-, they just kind of do this that when they go from indie to like trying to reach a more mainstream audience. I wouldn't say that they drop Visual K completely because uh, oftentimes there is still this like pattern of associating looks with yeah, certain well. releases, kind of like Gazette, what, are, what they are doing. But the looks themselves are like more mellow. So the mainstream Japanese audience doesn't like fucking run screaming when they look at the band. Like, kind of what happened with Night Omea and Matin Opera and stuff like that. As soon as they go more mainstream, they mellow out the loop.
1: But, like, let me bring up another kind of topic that is related. For example, the band uh, Zon. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's how you pronounce it, but it's uh, Mm Z-O-N. Z-O-N? Yeah. Uh, So In America, we call it Z. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, uh... They actually started out as a kind of like, I don't know if we should call it a hybrid, but I met the drummer uh, of the band and he said like, "Uh, the band is not really a visual K, but it's kind of a visual K. So I would presume that he called it a hybrid, but they started out really like, they had casual clothing, but as they progressed, they become a lot more visual K now. Usually Mm -hmm. it's the other way around, right?
3: Yeah. I think that's like, sometimes when they don't have a con, like not a solid, Actually, it could. I guess that could be a variety of things. To be honest, like I guess their recent single, I think it's a recent single, "Gas." There's a solid concept behind it. They're all wearing red, um, but they're like they they've got heavier visuals, and I think it kind of
1: yeah. But but like the whole topic that we're talking about. Well, the previous topic was that visual K is a turn-off. Hmm. So why would a band go from non-visual K, which has potential to reach more people? to Visual K, which is a niche.
0: Yeah, so this, this is an exception, correct? That where going Visual K was the opposite effect of instead of closing your doors, you open your doors to more people, but namely to the Visual K fan base. Yeah, maybe With-
2: just, I think they may have been, like they may have done that deliberately to reach <laughs> the specific niche of Visual K and it, they happened to be successful, That so they stuck to it. You know what I'm what I'm trying to say?
1: I'm thinking of like uh, uh, Nocturne of mm. Bloodlust. Yeah, they were. Uh, I think they were like a death metal band at first and had this kind of like typical Western death metal look. Yeah. Before mm. they switched to Visual K. Yeah. Um, and they, they, now they're, they're so much bigger than what, what they were before. Yeah,
2: they they keep they keep going back and forth. I think their relationship with Visual K is very
3: complicated. Their metal music, um, marrying it with um, their Visual K, brought two different fans together really um, i went mm-hmm. to their live went to like their one of the one man's in 2014 and um, it brought together like you could see there were people who were really into metalcore who liked them and then you could see the fans who were into the visual K side actually... yeah on, the, on
0: that on that note of the mixing of the two types of fans i will say that that that's something i do see at DR on gray shows and i think it's pretty horrible to be honest because i see you know fans Like myself, who are into all of it. I see fans who are specifically into the heavier side of their music. And then there's the girls at the front row and the guys at the front row with their camera phones out, trying to record everything, getting really fucking pissed every time we open up a mosh pit.
2: Jesus, that's actually, I know it's slightly off topic, but I literally got into a fight on the internet about this, like, (laughs) several weeks (laughs) (laughs) weeks ago, because I was trying to tell... These specific people that recording at the concert is like kind of inconvenient for literally everybody else but you. And I got severely yelled at not to tell people to stop recording at live.
0: Yeah, no, you just shove them or you look for an opportunity to, you know, hurt them real bad.
2: Like take the phone and just fucking. No, throw it. you wouldn't
0: hurt somebody. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. Or their possessions. That. Yeah, that's super fucked. But yeah, honestly, it's like if, if you know a pit breaks out and you're there recording and your phone Too bad. falls the recording down. you you shouldn't have been doing it i'm not saying i'm going to try and stomp on your device or anything I'll, hell i'll probably be the one person who tries to help you um mm-hmm. I, I like to be pit daddy but oh
2: that's good but
0: <laughs> seriously you just you have to be aware of what you're doing yeah. to everyone else with your you know iphone 10xs in everyone's fucking face instead of the band like they look better I- in person than on the iphone <laughs>
2: Yeah, use your eyes. Uh, but ahead. what I what oh. what I wanted to uh, say oh, about this like uh, combination of two fandoms coming to certain lives, I've actually experienced something similar to what we just talked about, but in like a negative fashion, because um, I think it was crossfade or something like that in Czech Republic some years ago. There. Literally before the live, like a couple weeks before it on Facebook, there was a huge flame war that broke out because the like hardcore metalcore fans, like the guys and all of those kind of people that like this band for the metal aspect. They were like literally banding up and sending hate to all the, I think they call them little Naruto cunts or something like that, to all the girls that like uh, the Japanese bands because, you know, visual can shit like that. So it was really, really entirely unpleasant.
3: Yeah, I think that just happens in, in music. Yeah, it's, it really, it's it's a general thing that happens. Yeah. just
2: yeah. I just find it really sad. Okay. So I can well just love the fucking band, Jesus speaking Christ. What's been on my mind for a while, especially like during this conversation I've been thinking about it. Is I kinda of think that the general it's Maybe a bit of a controversial statement, but I think some of the reason why Visual K to many fans is such a turnoff is like the root of it might be somewhere in, I don't know if internalized homophobia or something like that, because I've actually Nexus, encountered many... Yes, come on. I-, I
1: thought you were going to blame the fandom in general.
2: No, it's um, many... Many times I've been to- I've been talking to like fans of metal, but, and if you send them shit like they musically, they really like it, but they don't really want to be seen like listening to it because they think it's like gay,
0: um, like this yeah. kind of shit. If, yeah, if you you're gay, you they <laughs> you think it's like gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gay? Uh, <laughs> the, the gay seal.
3: Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. but I, I think it's so silly the whole thing, like. And I don't know. It might be better now when like everyone is going all like PC and shit. but well, I don't like know. gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it yes.
0: Yeah I, th- yeah. I I I personally think. Uh, yeah, that that is something. That is something without a doubt. There is you know people out there who are into metal because. One, they like it, and two, because it's so fucking brutal. And then when you look at, you know, something like Versailles, you're like, that's, that's fucking gay, dude, and then you can't get into it. So that is, yeah, another way I would say that VK can be a turnoff for people, but definitely the wrong reason. And also VK being a turnoff, just the visuals telling you you're not going to like this band, it's like judging a book by its cover, 100%. And yeah. you know, that's that's not really fair. But, again, the whole point of this where I was going with it when I introduced it as a topic is that in music, you can judge a book by its cover too. And sometimes you can be right. You can pick something out and be like, I see the way they look. I see the cover of this book. I don't think I'm going to like it, but you can put your feet in the water and you can get right back out because either you're going to go all the way in afterwards or you're going to be like, yeah, I was right. No way. But the thing is, you don't want to invest
1: that time in like, because I mean, you are you watch anime, right? Do yes. you really give like the general rule is that you give three episodes? What do you high? Advance? I give
0: I I'll give two minutes. It really depends on what <laughs> See? it is. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> but but that's you you don't don't what I'm want to saying. Your time. You don't want to invest your, your time. But I'm not saying you have to go and pick up a whole album and listen to that whole album listen and to one song or sit there shit. and evaluate the band and be like, well, these were the pros and these were the cons and the animation was really nice. I didn't see enough <laughs> panties, but maybe <laughs> enough. For... So what I'm saying is, yeah, that's why we have these media outlets like YouTube, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, whatever. You can listen to a song. And be like, okay, not for me. Maybe, uh, in a year or two, when they put out something new, I'll look at them again. But for now, not for me. So, enough I, I, It's, it's, it's less of you're not putting in the time because you have to admit it is also a monetary investment, too, whenever you find a band. So that's what's good about the age we're living in now. You can sample a little bit here and be like, eh, it's not for me. And sometimes if you're really all about the, I don't have any time, you can be like, that guy's wearing a dress. That's not for me. <laughs> so yeah i mean and and the other the other direction i was going with it is uh devil loof uh as we all know they announced that they're going to be working on doing their european tour and they had announced oh. that a while ago but now they're like really pushing towards it it's getting closer to the time where they're gonna do it that was one of the things that i mentioned to you guys is that i really feel like instead of doing total one man tour over there they should really try and partner up with some of the metalcore scene out in Europe because there are a mm. lot of bands mm. out there, a lot of big ones. I, I mean, I've been to a few metalcore shows out here in the U.S. where they bring people from all over the world and really you can piggyback off of each other. They can get some fans out in Japan and Oof can get some fans out here, but if they go it alone... It might be hard to get people to show up based off, you know, just themselves. Like what exposure do they really have over here?
1: But it makes me wonder what kind of fan base does Devil R- Loof really have? They have this visual look, but their music, like it's I mean, it's just metal. Yeah.
0: yeah. It, 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 they don't fall into my stereotype of visual K. I I think we've established that is that I definitely have a stereotype of visual K. And that's where I you was starting this whole thing if, with.
2: If if you say visual, K, okay, you literally just mean specifically and nothing else.
0: Well, it's not. Well,
1: it's more like uh, from a perspective uh, of trying to sell their music overseas. What kind of mm-hmm. fan base do they think they have
2: established it, throughout these years?
3: I don't. Th- I think if they're part, no, oh, part. Sorry, if they're like paired with the of music, then I think. It's quite a possi- It's qu- quite possible that they could become much more popular than what they are now. If, if they um, pair with what band, with the right metal band, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I mean, this is not Visual K related, but um, like Crossfade because they put they they toured with bands that were Western bands, and they were support for them. And I think that's where Visual K bands need to like wise up and perform with bands that, even though even though their looks may be like completely different. If they can musically be paired with somebody who's like of a similar or sim or same, same same genre, then I feel like there's much more of an opportunity for the music to be heard, for them to be seen, and for more people to come back and buy them. Because now Crossfaith are doing like one man's, you know, in the UK and they're having UK tours and having European tours. Yeah, yeah I definitely I, agree that I agree they too. will
1: have more expo exposure. If they tour with other bands of similar uh, music, but do you think that they would have to kind of cut down the Visual K if they do it,
3: uh, no. do it? No, I don't think so at all. I think it would actually bring more people into <laughs> Visual K. Um, and I feel like with every, you sometimes you get support band and you're just like, what the fuck is this shit? You know? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of times, um, yes.
2: And then you Google that shit, and you realize that that shit is actually kind of interesting yeah. after looking at it for a that's while.
0: It. No, no, that never no, that happened. That's not what we're talking really? about. But and sometimes you... you get support bands, and you're like, "Why did I come here for the main band?"
2: Yeah, and yeah, that happened to me sometimes. Actually, like, you come for the main band, and then you realize that the fuck, I, I guess I was here for the support all along.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things me and my buddy like to do when we go to uh, a Japanese show, and they have like a very typical Western band opening. Because we know that everyone there is for the Japanese band, but during the Western band set, if they are decent, we'll most of the time just go, I'm here for you!
2: my came for you! <laughs>
0: and watch all the people react negatively to us.
2: Oh, But I, I know it's low-key off topic, but I like doing that because, I don't know, it's nice to make the band happy because they're just like the opening act support band and they literally don't think that anybody's in there for them. And then you start yelling from the back, like, I'm here for you! And they're no, like, oh, well, no. I mean, the thing
1: is, you're there for the like the main band, so I feel like they're wasting my time.
0: Well, that's MBT. valid. That's a,
1: a dick <laughs> thing to but say. I, I, I would I would preserve my energy for the main band because that's who I'm like devoted to, and that's why I'm spending all my time and money to fly to this country of wherever. So I'm not gonna waste my energy on a band I'm not gonna wanna check out.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> Riddle me this, NBT. So this is part of what we're talking about, though, is namely Devil Loof heading over to Europe. I feel they should be teaming up with some bands that are relatively known in Europe so that some of those bands' fans will show up because they're like, hey, that band's performing. Let's go see them. And then they see Devil Loof, and then they're like, holy shit, that band was pretty good. That's the whole point of being an opening act and everything. Meanwhile, you're here, like, not even going to give them a fucking chance.
1: No, I, no 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 I have
0: I have better shit to do because I'm I here for I think that approach is going to
1: work if they team up with other bands of similar taste uh, of similar music but I personally don't like to waste my time like that
0: I, I get you kind of, I get you I know it one. I know it's going to work I just I just
1: yeah. personally don't
0: like it Yeah I get you on that one that like you don't you when you go there you go in with the mindset of I'm here for this band whoever opens I hope they just get their set over with quickly, but as I said before, yeah. there are times where you go and the opening band ends up being really good and you're like, "Wow, I'm glad I got to see them." I actually haven't like yeah, very, gotten to that very point unfortunate. yet. Very unfortunate.
1: Uh, ha- have you guys heard about um when Metallica played and they had
0: Avenged Sevenfold as their um opening act? No. Yeah, didn't uh didn't people boo Metallica off to get more Avenged Sevenfold or something? <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no, it was the opposite. Uh okay. Uh, uh. well. But
3: uh, both
0: they're... of their bands are good. Yeah, Van Sevenfold and Metal. Well, I, I I personally like Avenged this Sevenfold This is debatable, but um, <laughs> th- that's kind of how Van Halen got big. They opened for someone much bigger than them, and people preferred Van Halen that night over the main band. Oh my god! So it, this
1: it... is debatable.
0: Yeah, this this can happen, <laughs> but um. Yeah you know just just to move on so we're not stuck here lingering is uh again uh before they've ch- kind of jumped in there to europe they also did something awesome uh this month which was they live streamed one of their shows that um, right. yeah it wasn't anything like spectacular it wasn't like 90 cameras or anything it was a super small venue like one of those little underground venues in japan if you've seen them you know exactly what i'm talking about and there was a nice little crowd there. They got some circle pits going. They got a few walls of death. I mean, it was it was awesome. And it was very cool to see all the different people who jumped in on it. They streamed it through Facebook. We had people from Canada. We had people from Poland. We had people from Germany. We had the Russian people who refused to speak anything but Russian. <laughs> and then we also had, uh, there was someone from Iran. And they were, they, they were missing church to watch Devil Loof.
3: Oh, oh wow. It was Shame. it was
0: super cool. I mean, I I, you know, sat here with my subwoofers all connected to me so that I could feel the show and I I gotta admit it was awesome. So It's funny that they're gonna that they're missing out
1: on church to see Devil Loof. Devil <laughs> Loof.
0: Yeah. Nice. So that was something that happened. Um I don't know if they archived it and posted it, but if they did, yeah, it's our go time. look for it. It's there you time. go. Go look for it. And uh, we did get to interact a little bit with our camera woman who was very uh, uh, accommodating to us. Because I did notice when I joined in that uh, they were trying to film in landscape. But the camera itself only wanted to do portrait. So the show was sideways. And we let them know and they flipped it. And, you know, it was still in portrait. Portrait. Kind of a narrow view, but it's not like it was a massive stage. So why why nice. did
1: you assume it was a camera woman?
0: The voice. The voice. But that's why afterwards I said they and them. Because I don't know.
2: Also, how did you assume their gender? I
0: didn't. I, I did. <laughs> I did. But I, I take it all back. <laughs> so You scum. So endi- ending all the VK turn off and... Uh, bringing in the devil-oof. devil uh, should embrace their devil and not, you know, go in there and be like, we're a super unique VK band, love us, you have to. They should, you know, partner up with some good dudes ride right off of the success of their awesome live stream. You know, it's obvious that there's people all over the world into this stuff. So and what's the conclusion? Is what, VK a, K- a, a, turn- the the a off or not? It's, it's an open, o- it's open for discussion. So yeah, the, the I, I evidence still, was
2: inconclusive.
0: Yeah, I still feel that, with my opinions and my experience in the Japanese rock scene, that for the most part, if a band looks a certain way, I'm probably not going to like them. Pretty clearly, Nexus and Sizz—they're way more open-minded than I am. NBT. You like Solana Hiroyuki, so... <laughs> yo, yo,
1: dude! I'm real open-minded to Visual K music, but it's more like when I go to a live, I don't wanna, like, just waste my energy because of how much I eff- how much effort I put into
0: it already. I get you, baby. I get you.
1: But yeah, if I'm if I'm sitting at home, I, I would listen to
0: random bands' music because I'm really open to
1: finding new music.
0: As we can agree, hopefully, this is definitely still an open topic. We're... All kind of set in our ways, in a sense. Some of us, our ways are a little more open. Some are a little more closed, me specifically. But we have our opinions on this. And VK is something that people will always have opinions about. Yeah, you got that right. Got that damn right. But on that note, let's uh, jump to the viewer's. Uh, with the social media for this month, uh, what went out this time was a poll asking people at work or school how much time do you spend listening to music. And uh, this one, I got a kind of anecdotal little story on it. In the past, up until maybe, I don't know, two years ago, uh, for me it was pretty much 24-7. I always had headphones or some type of speaker or something constantly listening to pretty much every Dear on Grey album on on loop. But uh, since 2016, when things got retarded in the US of A with elections and everything, uh, I spend a lot more time listening to podcasts and... Different people covering different news stories, just being in the news cycle listening to all the terrible shit that's going on in this country. But uh, what about you guys? How much uh, do you listen to music at work or school or wherever? Honestly, you want I, start? Oh sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I honestly I specifically have a pattern in which I literally almost never listen to music while I'm um, doing like something working or or being in school or anything like that, because I have observed that throughout the last couple of years, I have become somewhat unable to concentrate unless I'm working in silence, which is very bothersome to me. So the only the only time in which I'm able to listen to music is if I like put it in my phone and listen to it while walking to work or to school or from there. So I have my days like segmented into listening to music while walking and sitting in silence while i'm trying to work and i hate it
0: i feel i feel that that's so unfortunate because my father's the same way and he's super into like death metal and stuff like really that's i feel a lot of the reason why i'm into the things i'm into and he started going back to school a while back he's done again now but his thing was he couldn't do shit unless it was absolutely silence and for me it's the exact opposite of what you and him are which is, I need something to be there, or I'll start attempting suicide while writing my essays. I'm,
2: I'm I'm literally super sad about it because I listen to so many bands and I like music so much. And I feel like I don't have time to listen to music now, because if I want to do anything, I can't.
0: Yeah, I know. I feel like that's really the best time for, like, discovery and, and listening to a complete album and really taking everything in. But at the same time, putting your energy somewhere else, being able to take that in and output it somewhere else. But, uh, yeah. Sis, what about
3: you? I'm the same as Nexus. Like, I listen to... I only listen to music when I'm going, going to and from work, or if I'm going out or when, whenever, or if a new band or on youtube then i'm listening to music there but it's rarely a time where i'm i can listen to music and do work and i don't find that really unfortunate i feel that like quite quite all right because sometimes you have to listen to a music video and just get um like a good idea of what, what 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 a band is trying to do and whatnot so sometimes it's like the same song over and over but other times um yeah it's either that it's either if i don't go out i just don't listen to music all that much or if I get a new CD then I'll listen to it like once and then I'll just I'll um rip it and then put it on my I- iPod and listen to it whenever but I feel I feel like that's um really nice because then you, you have something to look forward to
0: all right uh so I mean looking at the poll a lot of people selected the largest amount of time that we gave the option for so it it, it seems it seems like you and Nexus may be in the mi- minority on this subject which That's fine. So first of all, let me just say that I was super um, surprised
1: by the uh, that the most people listen to music for more than five hours a day when they work or at school. I personally just fall around like three hours, maybe, because uh, sometimes you're forced to go to meetings and sometimes you have to socialize with your coworkers. So it kind of like half of your days is basically interactions. And that's why I only have half of the day listening to music while I'm on my desk.
2: You're quite uh, definitely not antisocial enough. You you might need to work on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Fuck mean,
2: everyone, listen to music.
0: Yeah, MBT, I get what you're saying. Like, uh, you know, sometimes you get the meetings, sometimes you get people walking up to you asking you random stuff, sometimes you got to walk to the copier or whatever. Yeah, but Nexus, you called me I'm
1: not <laughs> antisocial <laughs> enough. I bought a pair of Bose headphones that are noise cancelling.
0: So when I do want to, like can can like cancel everything out i use those
2: so i guess the consensus
0: here is that as long as it's not affecting what you're doing in a negative way we're trying to listen to as much as we possibly can yeah so basically Yeah.
1: yeah we just want to listen to music as much as possible when we have
0: time yeah i mean i'm i'm listening pretty much all night while i'm playing for honor recently so all right well i mean that's that's a as good a stopping point as any uh all of us agreeing on something for once in this podcast this particular yeah. episode not in general we agree on a lot of things but <laughs> this visual case subject got a little bit spicy i'm glad it did got to see uh how we all align uh, chaotic good you know neutral <laughs> and that and this and that But, uh, you know, we'll be back next month uh, with some more spicy memes. I mean, uh, J-Rock topics. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been your host, Mazzo, with co-host Nexus, co-host (laughs) Sizz, and special guest NBT. The Royal (laughs) Quack Quack. God, I knew the quacks were coming back. All right, everybody, stay safe out there.
3: Nice.